one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Spot London. We tell true stories. And we tell them live. And we tell them every month at the Canal Café Theatre. This story was told by Lucy Pearson in March 2009, where the theme was space. It's 2007, and I'm writing my New Year's resolutions in capitals on a crumpled up receipt. No more musicians. <laughs> and as always, when you start trying to make some revolutionary, life-affirming decision, the universe comes along to test the weight of your newfound resolve. I knew I was in need of a complete detox, but this last gem I fell upon was particularly enchanting. I met him at a jazz impro night, and he could have lit up the room with all the electricity. He had scruffy hair, a cheeky grin, and a sticker on his guitar saying, this machine makes love. <laughs> yes, I fell for it. And so, and so a week into January, I'd thrown away the receipt and got whisked off my feet. I remember he called me up singing a song he'd just written. It was called, I don't give a fuck, I think I'm in love. <laughs> that was after date one. <laughs> I thought he was the enthusiastic type. It turns out he was more of the confused variety. And after a week he told me he was in need of shamanic healing. And that I reminded him too much of his sister. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't his mother. And I was left again bowing celibacy. And this time, under no circumstances, definitely no more musicians. I've been single for two years, not strictly single, I've had my fleeting flings, I've been the player and I've been played, but I have noticed that I've been trying to fill a vacancy, a space, a wanting not so easily satisfied. Now fast forward to August 2008, I've just been accepted onto my MA course to study psychology, I'm over the moon, I'm fascinated by people and how we relate, now all I need is a job. So I find myself in front of my computer, typing in psychology jobs to Google up pops a personal matchmaker position for a dating agency and who they're looking for is me. <laughs> I meet Haley Hill downstairs in a private members club, an ex-pharmacist who, as the joke goes, is now working for a different kind of chemistry. She founded the club a few years before. She's tall, gorgeous, blonde, early 30s and very charming and met her husband during her, one of her first consultations. Her first question to me in the interview is, what sort of people do you think would come to an introduction service like elect? What came to my mind was desperate, inadequate, <laughs> pompous, lacking in self-esteem, busy workaholics. 
<laughs> I replied, open-minded individuals who want to be proactive about being single. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm matchmaking, man-hunting Cupid for a living. I meet clients on a weekly basis who are looking for their ideal partners. The people that come down to the club have all noticed something missing, a void, a space, a place to be shared and hopefully filled. People like myself looking for a place to park where they're not going to get smashed into or towed away. What I have found interesting about my job is discovering that despite this yearning to find someone, it's amazing how many barriers we can put in our way. He can't be over five foot nine, declared a potential member at a recent consultation with me, because tall men cheat. <laughs> the client was deadly serious, and it got me thinking about the rules we all have about our potential partners and how ridiculous most of them are. I'm not sure how many tall men needed to cheat on her, perhaps two, three, ten, before she came to this somewhat delusional conclusion. And perhaps her comment is no more delusional than my reasoning to stop dating musicians. But really, is the problem musicians or men over five foot nine? I think not. However, we go through our life trying to learn from experience. A monkey will quickly learn from pressing a button that causes, a, that causes an electric shock to stop. That monkey will justifiably conclude that all buttons are dangerous and should be avoided. We do the same and end up ridiculously narrowing our choices and limiting potential relationships. I know we can't feasibly date everyone we meet and we have to discriminate on some level, but this job has helped me to challenge my own rules of logic to see where I myself may have been missing the point. I date quite a lot, I meet single men every day, through my job, friends, and organising singles events. So why is the matchmaker still single? Am I not taking the advice I'm dishing out? Perhaps the universe has this under control, but what I can tell you is what I've learned from managing 50 other people's love lives at once. I have become much more open-minded and flexible in my own thinking. I used to think that love should arrive effortlessly and easily, perhaps in a park when I'm walking my dog and it becomes entangled with somebody else's. <laughs> I was a believer in faith and against anything that was at all contrived. Now I think if someone is taking responsibility for their own happiness, joining sites, being set up, going to singles events, really, if that person meets the right person for them, who cares how they did it? I do feel happy and fulfilled in myself, but there is always a space reserved for the person I want to share it with. And perhaps one lesson that I've learned that is casting out an entire breed of musicians is maybe not the right answer. But the space is still vacant. <laughs> for more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates. Audio production by Matt Hill at rethinkdaily.co.uk. 